Hello and welcome to Food Allergy Freedom with Chelsea Winterholler, a podcast to help moms who have children with food allergies find emotional freedom. This is episode 23. Does someone else control your love? Hello, hello. Last week, I was on one of my weekly coaching calls and I got coached on controlling my relationships with those around me. And kind of out of nowhere, my coach said to me, isn't there something somewhere that says we should love others? (laughs) I thought to myself, well, yes, yes, there is. There is no rule that says love this person when you're in this situation and don't love them when this happens. There isn't a rule that says make sure not to love people who are mean to you, but be sure to love on your neighbors. There is no such thing as choosing who to love. The problem is not how that person acts or what they choose to do. It is me making up this rule of love. Do I choose to love others or do I choose to make up my own rule where I just love them when it is right for me? For me, that is not how it works. You just love them all. You love all the people in all of their different places. Each and every person around us is worthy of my love and of yours right here and right now, just as they are. Now, I feel like it'd be great if I could just end my podcast right here and I just tell you to go love all the people and we're done but it just doesn't feel that easy, does it? (laughs) So often, we as humans allow other people to hold our emotions for us right in their hands. We think that we don't get to control our own emotions. We think that when someone else does something or says words, that we immediately are angry or sad or frustrated with them. We don't intentionally choose how we want to think and how we want to feel. I was talking to my mom this week and she told me that one of her new goals is to be intentional. And I love that so much. And then yesterday, I coached someone who shared with me that her family member doesn't understand her, that he spends most of his time saying degrading things to her and to everyone around them, that he seems to have no consideration for other people or how his words might affect them. And look, I know that each and every person listening to this just had someone pop into their brain. She isn't alone in this, this client of mine. There is typically someone in each of our lives who we have a hard time loving, who you might be telling yourself 
they just don't understand me. Let's pretend that you are dreading the next time you are seeing or talking to this person. You think about it on and off and sometimes at the most random times. You are cooking dinner and something they have said to you that felt unapproving just pops into your head. You're picking your kid up for basketball practice and all of a sudden you think about that last mean thing that this person said to you. You're just laying on your couch all alone reading a book and something reminds you of the last time you felt slighted by this person. Our brains are seriously crazy machines. They just go out of control sometimes. (laughs) These thoughts pop into our brains usually without any probing from us. Okay, so let's just pretend that in two weeks, you are going to see this person, okay? We think we only have one choice. We think that our choice is to spend the next two weeks dreading our encounter. So we spin over and over in our brain about exactly how it's going to go. He is going to say something rude. I'm going to get mad and snap back. He's going to laugh. I'm going to leave the room and cry. Maybe that is what you're imagining in your head, right? Then you're going to be in the room and you're going to dread exiting the room. Not only... Did you spend two weeks of your time dreading the initial interaction, but now you are exactly where you knew you would be. You're in the back room, you're crying, you're feeling dread about leaving the room and facing that person yet again. You have spent two weeks of your life dreading this. Maybe it's two months. Maybe longer. So what is your other option? I can't control them. This is something that I have recognized people say to themselves. I can't control them. I have tried. Believe me, I have tried. I can't speak up. Nothing I say changes how they act anyway. And I can't stay silent. This only leads to me feeling more pain and anguish for letting them be mean to me. So now what? Someone tell me what to do next. I am going to tell you what to do next. You are going to recognize that no one else gets to control your love. You are going to tell yourself that you are a person who is striving to become someone who understands them. Now stay with me here. We've already established that we can't control this person. They do and they say exactly what they want to whenever they want to do it. You will never be able to shape their words or their feelings about you. You are the only one that can do that for you. You can shape your words and your feelings about you and about other people because no one else controls your emotions. No one else controls your love. 
Now, this is not easy work. And I am telling you this from personal experience. It is not easy work. But you are working either way. Truly, moving in any direction in a relationship is always work. You just get to decide what is at the end of this trial, of this relationship for you personally. Do you want to do the work of feeling dread for the next two weeks or two months until you see this person? That is your first option. Or your second option, do you want to do the work of feeling all of the feelings that come with processing? Do you want to do the work where sometimes you feel sad and sometimes you feel hopeful? The next day you might feel stressed and moments later you feel powerful, then angry, then content. This is the second path. But this path, this path gets you to healing. Allowing yourself to feel all of the feelings for this person will get you to healing. The first path of pushing away the dread of the next conversation with them will only get you one thing, more dread. I bet you're wondering, Okay, just tell me how to do it. This is how you find a thought that makes you feel how you want to feel around this person. If you need help with this, I can help you. Schedule a session on my website. I, however, will offer you a thought right now that can help you Learn how you want to feel when you are around this person. And that thought is, I am striving to become a person who understands them. This thought brings me and a few clients that I have peace. Then my brain tells me that this is impossible. That crazy machine of our brain, right? Tells us things. When I think I'm striving to become a person who understands them, first I feel peace. Then my brain jumps in and says it's impossible. And that makes me feel frustration. And then I remind my brain, oh, remember brain, I'm striving to become a person who understands them. And a slight little bit of peace returns. Then maybe I speak with this person. And the words that are said I don't agree with and anger returns because I am thinking, how dare they? Then I take a moment to remind my brain of who I have resolved to be here right now in this situation. I have chosen to strive to become a person who understands them. And when I am feeling peace because I am striving to become a person who understands them, I tend to start to ask myself questions like, I wonder why they chose to use those words. 
And I'm curious as to what happened in their life that made them say that to me. Or what kind of hurt is this person experiencing to express themselves in the way that they did? What is fueling them? Did their experiences shape their words? I remind myself that this is interesting and I get curious. We are not excusing the person. That is not what I am saying here. We are striving to become a person who understands them. They will most definitely not choose in that moment to strive to understand us. That is not the purpose of this. We already know that we can't control them or their words or their actions. Remember, we've tried that. We are simply getting curious. We are choosing who we want to be and how we want to show up in this conversation. And we are choosing it deliberately. We are not just floating through. We are showing up with intention to this relationship. What if looking forward two weeks or two months or two hours to when you will be interacting with this person, you chose intentionally who you want to be? How would you spend these next two weeks before you saw them? Can you imagine spending that time Preparing your brain, preparing it to be the person who is intentionally striving to understand them. You may never fully understand them. And actually, I would venture to say that no one ever fully understands another person completely. We just can't. We can't know the ins and outs of every heart and every brain. And if you are listening to this and you think, Chelsea, Chelsea doesn't understand. (laughs) She doesn't understand how difficult and mean and impatient and inconsiderate and awful my person is. You know what? I probably don't. But you have the opportunity to strive to understand them. And striving will only benefit you. Striving to understand other people only does good. Striving to understand allows you to feel more than just dread. It allows you to have small, tiny moments of belief That this relationship can be different. Striving allows you to have tiny moments of contentment and peace. And that is all mixed in with the tears and the hardship and the anger and the sadness. But remember, there's two paths. One, we just stay in dread forever. And the second path, we are moving 
on a path that leads us somewhere. It leads us to a place where you are more likely to feel the contentment and the peace more often than you do now because and only because you are recognizing that you are in control of your own emotions. You aren't allowing someone else to hold your emotions in their hands. You are intentionally choosing how you want to think and feel. And that, my friends, is you striving to better understand yourself. That is the magic. You understanding you. It can be done. It doesn't have to be dreaded. It is all work. It is all hard work. Do you want to be on a path that leads to the same sad, angry emotions that it has for the past decade of this relationship? Or to a version of you who is striving to not only understand others better and love them better, but most importantly, to understand and love yourself. There is something that says simply, love others. And I believe the best way to do that is to strive to understand them. Borrow that thought from me and just strive to understand. That is how the love comes for others, through understanding And understanding doesn't mean there is no heartache. It does, however, give you permission to evolve. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, give me a shout out on your favorite podcast app or recommend this to a friend. You can find me on Instagram at Winter Holler Coaching. Thanks for joining me today. See you next week.